Do you believe in ghosts? Do you believe it's possible to communicate with the spirits of those who have passed on before us? Have you ever had a spiritual experience that changed your life forever? And have you ever wondered why life is filled with so many trials and tribulations, yet fail to get the answers from mainstream religions and philosophies? If so, you're not alone. In this podcast, we will endeavor to answer some of those questions, although the answers will come from a largely misunderstood and overlooked source. Prepare to expand your mind and your perception of reality. This is the journey into spiritualism. Blessings one and all, and welcome to Journey into Spiritualism. On today's episode, we are going to talk about Black Lives Matter. And this is a show that I've really been kind of chomping at the bit to do for a little while now. But on this particular podcast, everything is kind of done in a certain chronological order that we had to lay a foundation which we will begin to work from as we proceed. And so far in the podcast, we talked about what spiritualism is and what it is not. We've talked about why there are trials and why there is suffering in life. We talked about debunking some of the myths about communicating with the spirit world and also how the spirit world interacts with us here on earth. And these were all important things to talk about, laying that foundation. And now going forward, we can start to apply what we've learned in that foundation to what we're seeing happening in the world right now. And there certainly seems to be a lot of folks walking around feeling that they're in this surreal reality. What's going on in 2020? It seems every day we wake up, it's something new. It's a new tragedy. It's a new problem. There's just so much happening. And many of us just can't seem to wrap our minds around this. Why is this happening? What's going on? We've had so much political division particularly in the United States. And then we had the pandemic, COVID-19, which we're still going through. And right in the middle of all this, we had the tragic murder of George Floyd in cold blood in Minneapolis, Minnesota, which started a movement of people protesting, people who want equality, people who want an end to racism and police brutality and police targeting individuals of a certain skin color. We've had individuals hijack those peaceful protests and start looting and causing property damage and doing acts of violence. We have a government in the United States right now that is very divided. And some of the politicians are 
looking at what's happening in the world right now, almost with this cold, callous kind of state of mind and heart. And it seems more important to them right now to push a political agenda or get reelected rather than to be a voice of calm and peace and deal with the problem at hand. And certainly this isn't doing any of us any favors when it comes to the political division in this country. And, you know, this is something that's not only happening in the United States. I know that there are folks that listen outside of the United States to this show. And there's problems all over the place. All you have to do is look at the news. And people are divided. Countries are divided. Governments seem like they want to set up dictatorships if they haven't already. And there's just so much suffering and problems going on. But the important thing to know at this particular point is going back to our foundation, what we've learned about spiritualism, why there are trials, why there is suffering in life. And we talked about in a previous podcast that trials come to teach us something. We are to look at our trials. We are to look at our sufferings as our teachers. The ancient Buddhists uh, are masters or were masters at doing this. Whenever a problem comes, the Buddhist says, this problem, problem is my teacher. What is it here to teach me? And they always walk away from it with more wisdom, more insight, more enlightenment. And that's what we're called to do in spiritualism. Because as we overcome these problems, as we have patience and faith, and we face our problems head on and we learn from them, and our souls grow and purify and get ready for that next journey after we leave this world, that next level of the journey as we make our way back to the divine source. But it's always our decision, our choice on how we respond to those trials when, we when they come. And we need not look any further than the current coronavirus pandemic. How some people, when everything went on lockdown, everyone was staying indoors. Some people did this with great patience, great faith, just grace. Others, not so much. They were angry. They blamed the government. They wanted to protest they were angry at the people who were quietly staying in their homes and they said that they were sheep and followers and all of these different conspiracy theories that seem to be around everything these days. And now when we see and have witnessed the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis, Minnesota, we see different responses as well. We see the African-American community wanting equality, wanting racism to stop, 
wanting to stop being targeted by police just because of the color of their skin. We see people who want justice for an innocent man who was killed for no reason. But then on the other side of that coin, we see people who are very racist and saying they are proud of it. A photo that I saw on social media just not long ago where there was a group of people holding up signs that said they were racist and they were proud of it. Parents posing with their children, little children, four, five, six years old, little kids holding up their middle finger and holding a sign that says only white lives matter. I mean, what a terrible thing to see. What, what a terrible thing to do. And I believe I mentioned those particular examples on a previous podcast, but they bear repeating because more of them just keep cropping up during all of this. People that are proud to hate someone else. But here's the thing we need to think about. If we're going to look at all of this from the spiritualist or the spiritist perspective. There is a great book on Amazon by a gentleman uh, by the name of Brian Foster. And the name of the book is The Problem is the Solution. And Brian Foster is a spiritist. And he wrote this book pretty much saying when you see a problem in your life, no matter what it is, start to look how that problem affects you, how it's calling you to change your life or change something about yourself. The problem is the solution. The problem is helping you to grow, to learn, to purify your soul and your spirit, to get ready for that next level of the journey toward God when you leave this world. It's helping you to become a better person so that you help others while you are here, that you're a light in this world. You love others. You treat others with kindness and compassion. So the problem is the solution and that it helps you get on the path that God wants you on in life in order to make changes that you need to, to, to make in your life, but also those changes you're making in your personal life are affecting other people around you for the better if you're making the right choices if you're looking at the problem as being a solution and taking the cues from the universe. So with all of that being said, let's think about just for a moment, the coronavirus pandemic. It really made us look at every aspect of our lives, our societies, 
how we interact with one another, the things we hold as being important, the way we work, the way we play, the entire system that we've built and live under. And it showed us a lot of problems and a lot of weaknesses in that system. And the problem being the solution, it's asking us to change, to make a choice for something better. And now there are some people who are trying to do that, but then there are others who are very angry and they just want to get back what they had before. They want to return to the old system. And they state that their rights are being taken away if they can't. So even if the problem is the solution and the solution brings positive change, they'll look at it as being negative. They'll look at it as being some kind of control mechanism from the government. And they'll reject it and they'll say, we want what we had before. We want the old broken system. That's what we're familiar with. That's what we will fight for. The coronavirus pandemic made us look at our government. How our governmental officials act and do their jobs. How they decide what is important on a national and societal level. And we see a handful of government officials who want change, who want something better. But we have a vast majority of them who say, no, we want what always has been because it allows us to rule. It allows us to be rich. It allows us to have all that we want. We want the old system of the haves and the have-nots, and we do want to take advantage of and control the have-nots. So the problem being the solution. It makes us look at our government and say, how can it do things better? How can we make it more honest? How can we make it so all people are equal, not just a few. And now we look at this tragic death of George Floyd and everything that is followed afterwards. The problem being the solution. And the, the solution is making us look at the world and saying, what are we doing? Why is there racism? Why is there prejudice? Why are some of us hating other human beings because of the color of their skin? It's making us look at how we treat one another and how we see one another and making us realize we're all brothers and sisters whether we're white, whether we're black, whether we're red, whether we're 
yellow or brown, whatever color we are, we are all on this earth together. We're all human beings. We're all spiritual beings. We've all come from the same source. And we are brothers and sisters. And there are a lot of people seeing this, knowing this, trying to rise to the occasion. But yet there are others who say, no, we don't want that to change. We want to continue to hate and oppress and take from the black community. And this reminds me of the police officer that was interviewed online uh, who said that the police departments across the world don't need reforming because they only kill black people. Now, what kind of a thing is this to say? And here is someone that is clearly, clearly hanging on to the problem and the old ways of doing things and not wanting to change. But ladies and gentlemen, we can't hold on to hatred toward those people that want to hang on to the old and the hateful and the hurtful. Because the day will come when we all have to pay the piper, when we will all have to give that account for what we have done. And some of us will progress to a new and better life. And some of us will go to a dimension of life where there is great suffering until their souls learn the lessons that they need to learn to get beyond all of the greed and the hatred and the prejudice and the racism. These decisions are collective decisions that we all must make, how we're going to respond to the problems and what the solution to those problems will inevitably be in our society and in our world. But these changes that we have to make are also individual. They're our choice whether we say, I see the solution and the problem and I'm going toward the solution. I'm not holding on to the old. I'm not holding on to the hurtful. I'm not holding on to the hate anymore. I'm working towards something better. And if I see someone who needs help, if I'm a white person or a red person and I see a peaceful protest, and I, I should go out there and protest with them because they're my brothers and sisters and I want to see them treated equally. It's making a difference and helping one another. But there are going to be people. There are going to be pe people who want to hold on to that old way of doing things, those old mindsets. And in spiritism and spiritualism, it is taught that this world that we currently live in, and we talked about this in the episode about trials, tribulations, and sufferings. This world we currently live in is a world of learning. It is a proving ground, but it is also a world of making reparation for 
what we may have done wrong in previous lifetimes, whether here on this earth or in other spiritual dimensions from where we came from. But eventually, this earth is going to rise its vibration. And it is going to become a more peaceful world. It is no longer going to be a world of penance and a world of suffering. And those who are not ready to go into that new world. And even the Bible speaks about a new heavens and a new earth. Those people who are not ready for the new heavens and the new earth. The world where there is more peace and healing and love and goodness. Well, they will be demoted to a place where there is suffering. Much more suffering than what we have here right now. Until they learn the lessons that they need to learn to move beyond their ignorance. And this is something we have to keep in mind. You know, we have so many people right now, even religious people, who say, well, the end is coming, the apocalypse is coming, the government and these elitists are looking to take over everything, but we have to stand up and fight. And I've asked several of them, I said, well, if the book of Revelation says that these things will happen and must happen, are we really going to stop them from happening by rising up and fighting, by resisting in a violent way? And none of them could answer that. They all had the same answer, which was, well, you have me at uh, a standstill there. I don't know. Because they're not looking at the problem as the solution. These things will happen. Spiritualism and spiritism says they will happen. But through it all, we continue to do good and help one another and do good to one another. Being a light in this world, a light for God, a light for the spirit world. Bringing people to that light. Now, naturally, there are times in life when we might have to fight for our freedom or fight to defend life. And I'm sure through those intuitions and guidance from the spirit world that we talked about in our last episode, that we'll know when those times are upon us or when we should take those actions. But I don't think we should take it upon ourselves to say, I'm just going to fight because that person is the enemy. Because these things will happen. There will be evil men who, as the Bible says, they will wax worse and worse as time goes onward. But eventually there's going to be that shift. This world is going to change the new heavens and the new earth where the spirit world and, and God are even closer to us than they are right now. And those who are not ready for that, those who cannot accept that, will go to the place of suffering until they learn what they need to learn.
But for right now, we all have a choice to make. Everything that's happening in our world right now is grabbing our attention and saying, look at what you've done to this world, to one another. Look how you're living. Look how your governments act. Look at what you hold as being important. And now it's time to change all of that. And for those of us who want that change, for those of us who know that black lives matter and this racism needs to stop, the hatred needs to stop, the killing of black people needs to stop along with all of this other horrible stuff that we're bringing into our lives and into our world and into our streets. Those of us who see the solution in the problem, we have to keep working toward that solution. Even if we get knocked down, even if those who want to hold on to the old ways resist and they will resist. It will not be an easy thing to elicit those changes. It will be a lot of resistance. And sadly, there probably will be more innocent people who will die in that fight. And when I say fight, I'm saying not necessarily a physical fight, but the fight to make change, to start reforming this world. So it's not going to be easy. And spiritualism and spiritism don't guarantee us that it's going to be easy. But it does say that eventually and inevitably we will win. There will be that day when the good will overtake the evil, the light will overtake the dark and prevail. So we can't become weary in doing good. We can't become weary in loving one another. We can't become weary in taking care of one another, helping one another, moving toward those solutions that the problem is showing us that needs change and fixing and healing. We can't be weary in any of that. And sometimes we want to be angry. And sometimes these people will push all of our buttons and we'll just want to lose control because it makes us so angry. But we have to hold on to our integrity. Know what it is that we're fighting for. Know what it is we're protesting for. Know what it is we're standing for. And when we do that, we will prevail. And we have to understand as well, the entire spirit world is standing with us. God and the angels and saints and all the good souls who have passed into the heavenly realms, they stand with us. They stand with us to make these changes. They stand with us to bring about these solutions that the problem is making us move toward. And from what I understand, I hear that Mr. George Floyd 
was, may I say, a damn good man. And I feel that in the world of spirit, he knows what's going on. He's seeing all of this, that his death has caused across the nation, across the world. And I think he would be proud of every person that is standing up and saying, we need change and we need to stand together. I feel like he would be humbled to know that his death caused all of this to happen and made so many people think and made so many people step up to the plate for real change and equality. I feel like he would be absolutely humbled by that. And I don't even know the man. But I also think he would want us to do this in the right way. Not with hatred, not with violence against violence. Even his own brother on TV said, George wouldn't want us to do this with hatred and violence and following the example of the looters and those who were destroying property and attacking police. He said this isn't what George would want. He would want peaceful protest. He would want peaceful solution. So let's do that man proud because he is watching. He does know. Those who pass on to the spirit world, they are not ignorant of what's happening here on earth. They know, and they are well aware. And I feel like he would be cheering each and every one of us on, saying, yes, the problem is the solution. I unfortunately lost my life at the hands of a man who seemed very cold, emotionless, merciless. We don't know what went through this police officer's mind, why he did what he did. But I think George Floyd would say, we need to change the world so there aren't people like that in our world anymore. That everybody learns to love one another, care for one another stand with one another. There's no more prejudice. There's no more color. There's no more inequality. And I think we all need to look at the world around us right now and look at everything that's happening with that new attitude, with that new insight. The problem is the solution. What is all of this calling us to do? What is all of this moving us towards? And I think the shortcut to know what the answer to all of that is, is just to ask ourselves, what's the right thing to do right now? Not just for me, not just for my family, but for everybody, my neighbors, the people I know, the people I don't know, the white man, the black man, the red man, all ethnic groups all over the world, 
what's the right thing to do for us all? And when we can really figure that out and know what the answer to that question is, then we're going to move this world a lot closer to being a world of peace rather than a world of suffering. I thank you for listening to today's show. It's a lot of information and a lot to say in a 30-minute podcast, and I hope some of it made sense. I hope some of it made you think, and we'll start to look at the problem as the solution and start asking what is the right thing to do because we all need to start doing that right thing. Stay safe, stay well, love one another, and I'll see you next time here on The Journey.